1: All right, guys, welcome back. This is a very special episode of Market Mondays. Yes. For a variety of different reasons. Um, we are in the United Arab Emirates, and I wore my jersey. You can see it. Um, we're, in Abu, we're in Dubai, Dubai right now. Yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. Abu Dhabi for a week. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about that experience. And then we are in Dubai currently yes ran into my boy maddie J today shout out to maddie oh, jay run the play, run yeah. the play.
2: What, 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 what do you think um, we found the um i have
3: with steve in the castle <laughs> nah, shopping <laughs> oh makes sense maddie J stay fly marketing yeah. expenses i get it
1: yep that's it that's <laughs> it and there's a play he gave us the play for the clothes the clothes play a few plays <laughs> shout out to maddie
2: Shout
3: out,
1: but him. um, this is a big week, man. Um, uh, you know, we've been talking about something for a long time, which is the show at Madison Square Garden, yes, legendary situation, something that you know has been a long time planning, long time coming. And um, this is it, this is the final call, man. It is this Sunday, yeah, it mm-hmm. is Black Friday weekend, yeah, Thanksgiving week, yes, everybody enjoy the festivities. But this is it, this is your last opportunity, this is the last grand production that we'll do at scale for the year. This is you know, closing out, you know, this situation Mm -hmm. last event for market Mondays of the year. Mm -hmm. And um, it's going to be something that I think is going to be something that's going to be talked about for a long period of time. Just like InvestFest just like InvestFest Europe just like anything else that's ever happened just like the Apollo last year and came down to the wire (laughs) came down to the wire but
3: Man,
1: securing the biggest names in, in, in business as far as Don Peebles, billionaire real estate developer, legend in the game, absolutely, um, Peter Tuckman, Einstein of Wall Street, just the guy's a wizard and a great guy. Um, entertainment, we got you know Mouse Jones, we got Sus One, um, we got us, we have Floyd Money Mayweather, man, the that's different. The he was just here, he just fought in uh in Dubai last week. And when you think about Floyd, you think about, you know, of course, him being a billionaire, or 900 million, whatever. Um, but you think about him making the most money out of any athlete in history. Number one on the Forbes list for athletes at all the years for the last five years that he was actually still um, a professional athlete on, on, on a professional scale, changed the game as far as, you know, taking a promoter out and creating his own promotion company and dictating his own fights and Getting paid two hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars for one fight, you know, working with an all black team with Al Heyman and Leonard mm-hmm. Ellerbe and changing the game. You know, I don't think he gets enough credit from the business standpoint. And then, you know, investing in a skyscraper in New York City, and I mean, the list goes on, right? Yeah. And then you look at you know, his who comes from under his tree, and you got, you know, Tank Davis, you know, from from under his his camp and different things of that nature. So you know, to to just to be in the presence of somebody who's arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time arguably one of the greatest if not the greatest boxer of all time but also one of the greatest businessmen Absolutely. in mind yeah. of our generation who really changed transitioned to a whole other sport it's not easy to change the trajectory of a sport when it comes to business and he changed the trajectory of a whole entire sport nobody's been able to do that i think there's no denying that he's the greatest businessman when it comes to boxing ever hands yeah. down yeah.
3: Like,
1: yeah you could you could debate some 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 you know okay ali or you know, Sugar Ray Robinson, different things of that nature, but no, there is no
2: debate when yeah, it comes to they, business. They used to, you know, call uh, Oscar De La Hoya the Golden Boy, until Floyd took the blueprint and flipped it on his head. And then he, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying he like from the back end pay per views. People would just, you know, they we didn't see business like that. And to see his splits, it was just like that. There's no way. It felt like, you know, like when we used to hit a split that Master P got in No Limit. It felt like Floyd did that for boxing, man. So when you get 275, like he said, and you fight an exhibition with Conor McGregor and you're getting almost 300 and you're still getting paid on $85 million checks. I mean, we've never seen anything Incredible. like that. It. It's going to be tough, especially for the sport of boxing to see this ever replicated again. And It's going to be
1: tough. And this is going to be one of those situations like America where Frank Lucas wore the chinchilla out. Do uh, understand that. Be If you finishing. are in
3: trouble though, don't wear the chinchilla.
1: Get you a little gap jacket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is not the there time. Will
1: the there there yes. will be some of the biggest in entertainment field that's gonna be there just to watch. There'll be some of the biggest names of Hollywood, biggest names in music, um, entrepreneurship, in attendance, real estate, and attendance, um, just to watch. The networking is going to be insane. You're going to be just randomly in the concession stand, like, oh snap, that's him. That's him right there. I think that's yeah. her. Like, I've been trying to kill her for three months, like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So it's like I'm telling you, this is one of those things, man. It's one thing to be, you know, educated. Educated It's another thing to be motivated, but it's another thing to be able to network. And that's, to me, that's the greatest part of all of the events, is that the networking possibilities is just amazing. Very few opportunities to have to network with 4,500 like-minded people from all over the country, all over the world, and you know, everybody's is, is there for a reason, there to learn to better themselves. Just think about how powerful that is. Like what what's the other alternative that you have going on? Like I said, especially if you live in a tri-state area. If you live in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Philadelphia. No I, excuse. There's no excuse. You really no excuse. make it you out. gotta question you gotta question yourself when you can buy for $75 and get access to all of that. And then get access to all of the bonuses that Ian has put together. And then get access, we're gonna drop this. We're gonna do an exclusive Zoom, me and Troy and we're going to give a 45-hour-long blueprint on how we've been able to master the media content game. Let's just call it will do an hour Zoom call on all of the tools, everything that I said in London as far as how to master crazy. the social media, all of the apps, Troy, getting game that we used as far as on the technical side, all the equipment, um, all of the cameras. You're not giving we'll them
3: the switcher, of- are you?
2: No
1: no, <laughs> no,
3: no, no.
2: I mean... You know, that's, that's important, right? Like people, like, how do you do it? How do you do it? How does it look like that? And so people forget that part of it. Like there's a technical side. Too. So it's a lot of game, man. It's a lot of value that's and incredible. it's stuff that you can apply. It's not like an apply these things. So it's going, it's going to be one of those nights, man. A night to remember. So you get an hour Zoom call with EYL
1: to talk about how we've been able to scale into one of the top media companies in a very short period of time. In the world. In, the world, in, the in world. a very short period of time. You get all of the benefits that Ian has. I'm sure he'll talk about that later on, but Access Hyper, you get... Um, 25
3: stocks to invest in and 50 to stay away from. The blueprint to make $20,000 in a day trading. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Show up. Mayweather alone should do it. But man, the, the boy is like LeBron for Vegas. I don't know if if the spending in Vegas has went up since he left. Um, but for y'all giving that media blueprint... <laughs> that's incredible
1: so, so go to the link in the description go to the link in our bio go to marketmondays.com go to com. get the tickets like I said this will be a night to remember It will sell out this Sunday 7 o'clock Madison Square Garden a night to remember New York City see you there a time will be here. shout out to everybody
2: that, that checked out that Breakfast Club interview we appreciate thank the love the conference we're, we're, we're super inspiring man so thank you all for checking it out and thank y'all for telling everybody about it. That was love.
1: Shout out to the Had family. a good time up there. All right. All right. Let's get into this disclaimer.
2: All right, folks. you know what it is. We want to let you know about a great choice if you look at a bank or invest. Allies, a leading digital financial service company with petal service. Innovative financial solutions and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with allies so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an ally. Shout out to our team at, shout out to our team at United Masters. I saw the post a couple of weeks ago. We'll be in Miami for our bond. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but shout out to them. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be dope. You know how this goes. When you come in on Sunday... Some of the research will be shared. So I just want to let y'all know that. But when it's not Market Mondays Live, I want you to do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. Very important that you do your own analysis before making Uh any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and what you rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or. Otherwise, this is a message brought to you by the good brothers at Ernie Leisure and a good brother, Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself. Please continue to do the research. Please, when it's great research. Share with the community.
1: There you have it. Ian, any announcement?
3: Yes, uh, Stock Club deal will be next Monday. I know you guys have been asking for months about that. Uh, Number two, thank you to uh, the kids and uh, faculty that I had a chance to talk to at Harvard University on Zoom. I appreciate it. I had a chance to talk about investing in this climate. Um, So that was amazing.
2: Earners, what's going on? Look, everyone likes shopping online, but searching for coupon codes is kind of a bummer. So make saving online a breeze with Capital One Shopping. Capital One Shopping is a free tool that instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Just download Capital One Shopping to your computer and let it do the work for you. So easy. And you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. Capital One Shopping, it's kinda of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary.
3: Uh, Stock Club call tomorrow will be with the legendary Peter Tuckman, who will also be at Market Mondays Live. Um, I gotta say special thank you to Fat Man Scoop for advocating, pushing to get this thing with Floyd done.
1: Shout out to Scoop, thank you, Ken. Oh my God. Ran yeah, man,
3: for, for those of you who don't know, it was a lot to get this done. Started working on it maybe eight weeks ago, and it was, tough to say the least so um sometimes you have to rely on other people and i appreciate that brother for putting his neck on the line to get this done for us um thank you to charlamagne Yee for having us on breakfast club and tt torres and ebro for having me on hot nine um love y'all see y'all in new york oh i'm gonna be unavailable this week you know i go off the the grid when it's time to prepare so i'm gonna put on uh, a fire performance for y'all but after the day, I'm off the
2: grid until I hit the stage yeah.
1: Don't call me no comp tickets, man Please. we don't have any done it's done it's
2: over yeah. right? took, took four time zones in three different countries to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Go on to underestimate that
1: man so <laughs> let's let's get into this let's get into this conversation yeah. Disney let's start with Disney um so all right, so here's the situation with Disney. they um the former CEO Bob Iger uh left. And they had a new CEO, Bob. Ch- How you pronounce his last name? Uh,
2: I believe it's Chepik. Ch- Chepik.
1: Yep. Bob Chepik yeah. uh, took in took over the the realms, and um, you know Disney. It, w- it was a mixed mixed result of of their, They had some success, but they also had some issues. Their stock, um, you know, took a hit over the course of that time. They missed projections recently. Uh, that lost $1.5 billion for the quarter, yeah, and that hurt um
0: stock. That's
1: it true. was down 10% in after hours. So, you know, the streaming has been good, but the streaming has also been extremely costly. Um, they've had issues, especially with their their um, issues with the governor of Florida. Yeah. Um, and that cost them some money, mm-hmm. and he's made that actually part of his campaign situation, the woke mafia is what they call them and all of that, mm-hmm. and he's saying that, you know, woke is where the, the is where Florida is where the woke come to die or something like that.
2: But that that, um, that that's that's very important though, right? Because he won by a landslide in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, as, as governor. And when you think of Disney, where is Disney World located? Obviously in Orlando, Florida. So those two things together wasn't a great recipe to go against it.
1: Yeah, they missed they missed projections. Mm-hmm. Have a long list. I'm sure we'll talk about it yeah. during this segment. But long story short, um, as a result. They brought the old CEO back. So he's back for (laughs) round two. So Bob is replacing Bob. Both of these guys' names are Bob. Mm -hmm. So Bob Iger is coming back to replace Bob Shepard. And Bob Iger is now the CEO of Disney. Bob Iger is regarded as one of the best CEOs in Disney history and one of the Mm -hmm. best CEOs in American history. Um, He was there during the glory days of Disney. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a very successful operation when he was running it. So they're, they're seeing if, if he can bring them back to their glory days. Um, they have a lot of issues facing them. But, of course, they're, you know, still one of the biggest companies in the world, the biggest uh, when it comes to entertainment. Yep. So um, we'll see. As a result, the stock is up 6.5%. Um, it went from being down 10% to up 6.5% in mm-hmm. a day. But I mean, that Wall Street, you know, is excited about the situation. Hollywood is excited about the situation. So, all right. So what is what does this mean? What does this mean for investors?
2: <laughs> uh, it's a good thing, right? But it's short lived. And so when we, we talk about agar obviously served 15 years as a CEO uh, during that time more parks were open. Uh, we saw streaming come into play. Uh, he left right during the pandemic, uh, and, and obviously a new CEO came into place. So the stock, and I, I've been saying it, it it's, it's on my long-term list of stocks that I'm investing in. I, I have over a 1,000 shares in it just because I believe in it so much. But the timing of it, um, you think about when this CEO took over, you're in the middle of the pandemic. Yes, streaming is good, but how much money is being spent, especially on, on, on some of the additions that they add. They obviously added ESPN. They added Hulu. Fox deal. Um, so, a lot of money is being sent. So, when you do things like that and you're not bringing income, there's something that's called a balance, right? And so, mm-hmm. when that balance sheet starts swinging in the other direction, they're going to start pointing fingers. And the first thing they're going to do is lay off employees. And so, we saw two weeks ago, Disney's laying off employees. And so, if that's not the answer, then we have to figure out where the spending is going. And some of the projections, you know, where Bob uh, was was trying to take the company. It was going to lead them to a further downhole as far as the spending and so obviously they 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 called the guy who said look who can get us right back on track and so they yeah. called bye-bye but the, the situation is it's almost like a succession so he's coming back but he's has to he's going to be leaving in two years in two years and so he's yeah. almost yeah he's almost coming to re, rebalance the situation and train the next person who's going to be his successor obviously when you have a strong ceo in place investors like that right and so that's why we saw an uptick in the company um but it, it's it's, an, it's an interesting time for disney right we, we're still seeing china is in lockdown that doesn't help the situation our parks are are open but you know th- that's just a part of the income we ha- they haven't figured out what to do with espn so in order to try to alleviate some of the loss, they raise the prices and so if you looked at maybe a year and a half ago we're talking about disney plus was 7.99 well go look at your bill now right it's 11.99 or it's 16.99 yeah the total packages so they're trying to bring in more revenue um so i mean they, they they're they trying to figure it out and the best to do it is the guy who was leading them in the right direction the stock was up to 210 dollars a share obviously uh, it was down it got down to like 90 i think it was at 98 when it opened uh today yeah. so we're talking over like 40 50 drop it, it it was in some trouble but not a bad thing always, right? Because if you're thinking about the company in terms of, of a long-term aspect, when you're talking about it, its streaming as it obviously took over Netflix as a number one provider for streaming, there's still some good signs there, right? We still see some reopenings that need to happen. I'm still long-term in it. Um, so I'm not giving up on Disney. Cause I know that I'm gonna get a lot of DMs like, yo Troy, what's up? I'm not giving up on Disney.
3: I was happy go. for you to see that he came back and took over. Um, but But you said it, the mismanagement of ESPN. I think we can all agree. It's one of the greatest brands in the history of media. They haven't figured out how to quite monetize as well as they should. Um, Bob is a very good CEO. It's a good lesson for entrepreneurs, um, regardless of the climate that we are in, either you're going to deliver superstar results or you're going to get replaced. Um, I think Chepik was a great CEO, um, but when you have a recession like this, because honestly, if if they would have kept sliding, um, historically, whenever Disney breaks underneath like that $90 mark, they could have went to the 50s, which would have been unacceptable. So good two-year run for Bob Iger. Hopefully, they'll find a good replacement. I do like the assets that they have there. Um, Disney Plus is amazing. ESPN is amazing. They have some things I think they can do to help accelerate those brands and monetize a little bit better. But... Um, We've seen this before with Starbucks and Howard Schultz And he will come back It's happened before with Michael Dell Sometimes you need that original um, CEO Who helped turn that engine And make things profitable Long term, do I think this will pan out well? Yes, probably will take about 14 to 15 months Um, And if they can stay above like 105 Disney would be good If not, if they slide underneath 90 I'm looking to buy it at like 64, 49 um, but Bob is definitely like the right CEO for Disney at this time.
2: Yeah. Hey, even from uh uh when we think about Disney in terms of entertainment, we talk about the movies and the blockbusters, the Marvel Universe, thinking about the time that he was in place as CEO, how many blockbusters were they able to put out? Mm-hmm. Right? You have movie theaters that weren't even open, whereas now you you're getting a couple, right? Like Black Panther. Obviously, we saw what it did, and it's open a weekend over a hundred million, so I'm pace to do a billion. Right, they still have more coming down the pipeline as people go back outside. So, the the timing of it really didn't help them. We we, we got to just remember that.
3: Was Black Panther good in your opinion?
2: Uh, the first or the second? Second. The first one was a classic. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the second one. I enjoyed it, it was a it was an emotion it was an emotional ride. I got from, from start to end it was an emotional ride.
1: I didn't see it. I haven't watched. Yeah, it I yet.
3: haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Mira Mira shot using the same.
2: I'm
3: looking forward to seeing it this this week before I leave to New York with Xander. So, Um,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's solid. It's solid. I'll say that it's solid. It's solid. I'll give it the solid reading. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. So, I will We'll talk about that, but let's talk about that a little later if we can. Because there is some lessons in that, but I want to give. Um, some stock info first. So Goldman Sachs cuts oil by $10 to $100 per barrel. Mm -hmm. Um, Is the run on, is the run for oil slowing down or is it over?
3: Um, I think it's merely slowing down. The the rush that we had a few months ago, um, we're hitting new levels. That is definitely capitulated. We've uh, descended since then. I think we'll stable out Maybe in like another month or so, we may have another opportunity to buy back in. Um, historically, oil is not a good trade to make or investment to make long term if you're going to hold for a long period of time. Um, for those of you who had been in it, hopefully you've taken profit. Um, but oil is definitely going to slide back down. Oil is usually a great hedge when we go into recession, but they haven't announced that we are officially in recession yet. So um, don't chase it now. For those of you waiting on USO, you still have time. Um, really in this market, it is incredibly important, especially in all commodities to be patient, because if you don't have those institutions buying in and hedge funds buying in with big orders, your stop losses are going to get ran over. So I think we're seeing a slowing down of the oil market right now, uh, probably for a few more, a few more months, and then we'll go back to the
2: upside and be okay yeah I, when, when we think oil i think we got to think from a global perspective right the the number one importer of oil any country is china
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so like as as crazy as it sounds like china's still in lockdown yeah so if you don't have the number one importer getting the same volume of oil that they normally take in i mean obviously that's going to cut the course a market maker somewhere right Some right somebody's got to say market so we gotta look at we gotta look at it from that standpoint. We also have to look at it obviously from the 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 conflict that's happening, obviously still uh, between Russia and Ukraine, that'll have an impact on it. But that China piece is really, really large. It's it's a big component of it. So yeah, when we think about global scale, not just I know people are thinking like, hey, my Kinect, my kind of my bill is going up, oil must be going up. No, think of it from the large scale, think from a big picture. Who's important where is it going to, and how much. Of it is being raised, how much is, is it being gouged? These things you have to look at when you're talking about investment, especially in oil. Uh,
1: before we finish this oil situation, so Disney is Disney a? Would you recommend? Is, is somebody the inevitable question is? Is this a good time to buy Disney stock? And should I should I is Disney a good stock to put in my portfolio? So um,
3: yes, I, I, Disney is like a B, a strong B. I wouldn't. Classified as like a grade A stock. But I will wait until it breaks underneath 90 to see, A, what the plan is. Um, I'm sure he's going to announce whatever his 90-day plan is. I'm sure they'll announce a succession plan within like 45 days. But I want to see what he's going to do to try and turn the company around. Um, In this environment, it's not purely a technicals game. It's, It's really a macro economic environment game that we have to focus on first. So I do like it. Do I like it better than Netflix? They're neck and neck to me. Um, we have to wait to see if they break underneath 90 and I need to see what his plan is. Um, to me, Bob Iger's like Popovich. He doesn't get enough credit. Not the most flashy, but he gets the job done when he has the right team. If he puts a good plan together in the next 40 days, you'll see Troy smiling even more. Um, and Bob historically has done a great job of like turning the ship when it needs to be righted um yes i do like disney long term but i will wait until it breaks under 90 before i will buy it
1: all right so there you have it ladies and gentlemen that's that all right let's go to this this is a big one um bitcoin you were very um vocal about the fact that you thought bitcoin could would go to twenty thousand dollars um and that happened so at what price do you think bitcoin will turn back to the upside it's been a downward it's been a downward trajectory for bitcoin for some time now Mm -hmm. um so when do you think we'll start to see better days with bitcoin what price
3: um it's based on these two contingencies so of course the ftx thing happened everyone on earth has talked about it if tether doesn't collapse and if crypto.com doesn't collapse Uh, I think around like 11,000 or 13,000 is where we'll start to bottom out and then we'll start to reverse. If any one of those show any signs of weakness, um, any signs of inappropriate action, I'll say that, um, we'll we'll definitely hit like the 9,700, 9,500 dollar range. Um, Even after the thing with Binance came out, I have some people sending me some reports around some issues that Binance was having around downtime and also being alleged to not having the most reputable practices as well. So I think we just have to clear out all of the noise um in the crypto space and all investors like safety. So Sam is one case, probably the most extreme. We have to make sure Tether that doesn't fall apart crypto.com or another brokers that doesn't fall apart anytime soon. But I think around like 11,000 is when we will bottom out if not if one of those collapses or has any misappropriation of funds or any ethics issues it'd be like around 9700
2: would, would you and i don't you... i don't
3: want it to fall i don't want it to fall i want to be on the record
2: <laughs> yeah i mean obviously if somebody's invested, in it, you so we brought up the ftx thing we brought up binance what are your thoughts on on grayscale and impact right, news out news came out today that uh they're a little hesitant to show proof of reserves and i know you've been talking about michael Saylor and how you know the, the number that bid point gets under it could it could be a, a real dark winter for him what, what are your thoughts on that
3: um anytime that if anyone is afraid to show when asked well it, well, it depends on who was asked by but if you are not willing to show it's usually not a good sign either the company is close to being insolvent or in the case of sam you you were not actually running the strategy that you were Reporting that you were. Um, it's tough, man. I mean, the thing about regulation, and the reason why I even said last week, um I wanted to make sure I didn't classify Brian of Coinbase in the same category as Sam. I mean, he's publicly traded, so they're regulated differently. Um, it's really interesting to see. This feels like 2007 all over again. I know some people are comparing it to Iran, I think it's different. But for those of us who went through this in 2016 with Big Connect, we just changed the players. And that 75% drop, 80% drop is becoming very normal. Um, but yeah, if that's true about GBTC, um, it can send some ripple effects through the marketplace. No pun intended for everybody in XRP, but I think it'd be really interesting to see what could happen. And Um, And, and honestly, if there are a bunch of bad players in the space, we are going to have to shake them out once again. Also, we got to at some point have a conversation about rich capital being the people who put up the money to fund a lot of these campaigns. And I, I was telling people as well, like, if a token made so much money and the return was so high, why did you need to go get funded for it? Like some things are just common sense. um but We all have been there as investors at some point, and we believe that a project or token or stock was better than what we, the research showed. Um, Please be careful. It's getting really scary though. And I mean, I'm gonna say it, um, Bank of England, they're starting to make their move to have a digital pound. This is what they wanted to happen. I was saying this eight months ago. Whenever you have a major collapse, of any kind or people that are not acting with morals, you're going to get regulation and a government to try and come in and be the savior. Um, it sucks, but we should have done it all collectively done a better job at researching these companies and projects and not just talking about them freely. I mean, of course we talked about it with Doge and Shiba and all the other coins that were no good, but I never thought that like the industry as a whole, this class of Crypto entrepreneurs, um, will be doing things like this. You can throw like the whole class away, damn near. It's tough, man. It's tough.
1: So, you think best case scenario 13,000, worst case scenario 9,700? Yep,
2: all right. Was that a smoothie king cup? No, no,
3: no. um, no, we're not endorsing anything that doesn't
2: endorse us. Oh, okay, just making sure, just making sure. Matter of fact, let me lower. I want, to make sure I, want to, I want to make sure what type of night we're in for. Okay.
3: No, 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 think, no, okay. no I'm, I'm going to keep it cordial. Like, I mean, even, uh, I talked to even, you know, a few, a few people. For those of you, like, who know I rant, it's just my passion talking. Like, I love this, but, and when the market is down, it's not the time for me to.
2: The holidays always find a way to bring family together, whether it's watching a game, baking cookies, holiday shopping, wrapping presents, or gathering around to listen to our favorite holiday music. It's all made more magical with an ice-cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. The office holiday party, your first time having dinner with the in-laws, or that small reunion because everyone's back in town for the holidays. Nothing says welcome home like Coca-Cola. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke.
3: Beat my chest or scream and say I was right. Because I know there are a lot of people that are hurting, and honestly... With Bitcoin crashing and this happening in FTX, I know some people that are black that are invested, they'll never come back to the market under any circumstances. It's too, it's too gut-wrenching. Like even for me, it's tough some days to even open up the brokerage account. Um, so if this is your first foray into investing and all these scandals have happened, and I always have said as soon as we got in the market at scale and in mass, everything began to fall apart at
2: the same time, ironically
3: so that's a yeah.
2: that's a valuable lesson man what you just said like even now like when, when you open a brokerage account and some of your long-term investments are down like what's that feeling like are, are you <sighs> running away or are you saying like you know what this is a good time or i just have to be patient yeah and overwhelmingly especially this year was like i have to be very patient i have to be more diligent mm-hmm. and i have to trust the research yes right to like t- how many to index years? no even, stress even, even for us, like, I don't want people to like, Hey, there's no losses in the portfolio. There's losses in portfolio. How are you responding to the losses in the portfolio? Yeah. Are you saying like, Hey, I'm going to check once a month or like, I'm it's in long-term. So I'm not even thinking about it. Or I I even found like now I'm finding myself like, let me pick some spots. Let me pick certain spots. Let me pick certain sectors, um, do find new research, find new companies that I, I hadn't looked at before. So it's an interesting time.
3: And do your research away from your brokerage account. So, like, you should have two or three accounts. Do your research on the one where the majority of the money isn't in. Do your technicals. Look at your macro. Because if you see everything bleeding, it's hard for you to think logically. I totally get that. Um, And and just remember, you have to hold for a five, six-year period. Like, Amazon went through this in the early 2000s. We've all heard the horror story of Tesla and Kathy Wood kind of resurrected or gave credibility to Tesla that took off to the upside. You have to hold these things for five, 10 years because you don't want to try and time the market and end up missing the move. And then you're out of a gain of like 24, 25%. When things turn, they can turn really fast. So please stand for the long term.
1: All right. We will monitor the situation and see where Bitcoin goes for all the Bitcoin enthusiasts out there, cryptocurrency enthusiasts out there. Stay strong. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Yes. Stay strong. I think you still gotta keep a long-term perspective like Ian says. Yeah,
2: and if not, this this is gonna force you.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: It's gonna force you.
3: Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Everyone um,
3: who thought there was a genius in the market, this market will humble you. Just like in the game where you get beat by 45 and you like, I knew that was good, but man. 45 and a half. Whew. You gotta adjust. but also these losses will teach you your best lessons, hands down. Write down everything that you're thinking of. Because whenever we have a loss i feel like God is talking directly to us, journal every idea that you have, and you'll make it out of this season a better investor.
1: So staying within the crypto vein. I want to talk about JP Morgan and the Bank of England. But before that, let's take a quick halftime break. Um Shout out to Ally. And I uh, forgot to mention this, but Art Basel. Yes. We are back with the good folks at Ally and United Masters December 3rd, which is t- two Saturdays from now. And we will be in Miami, Florida at Hall and Wynwood at, I'm not sure the time, I think six o'clock, I think. Uh, it's on the website. But any event, it's a free event. Last year, we interviewed DJ Khaled. We interviewed Sean. We had Ian there. We had Just Blaze DJing. So that kind of gives you some reference point on what to expect this year. It was Um, popping too. That's a vibe. Art Basel is a good, nice, fun thing to go to, good networking, a lot of good people being around, a lot of good events happening. Um, So, yeah, if you're in Miami or if you can make it to Miami, once again, it is free, but you do have the RSVP. That's extremely important. Go to our website, click the Art Basel tab, RSVP um yeah tonight night it's one night last year we did three days we're not doing that this year we're just going to do one day one jam packet consolidate things make it more impactful and make it more you know just one night one night only type of vibe so saturday uh december 3rd please um drip responsibly that's extremely important look your best this is miami ladies and gentlemen um so just keep that in mind um, yeah <laughs> that in mind some places it don't matter if it's a recession or not you still gotta i was in miami during the best of times and during the worst of times and it never changed you
3: want fashion show everywhere you go
2: <laughs> it never changed gas yeah, station <laughs> yeah based on the drip you couldn't tell the economic you climate you really yeah. <laughs> couldn't you really couldn't so go to our
1: website go to the art puzzle tab get your tickets and um we'll see you december 3rd let's get it all right, so now JP Morgan officially uh, registered as a cryptocurrency wallet, registered a cryptocurrency wallet trademark and the Bank of England uh, deputy governor says that the UK may need a digital pound. How could this affect the environment of cryptocurrency since we were just talking about crypto? Yeah. How how are these things relevant to the crypto world?
3: Uh, my prediction about a year ago, is that they were going to put some players in these crypto projects and tokens and ruin them so they can come in and say, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm the savior. And here we are now. Um, if you go look, I have a very interesting book I want you guys to check out. I know I haven't given it a recommendation in a while. This is called The Economics Book. Go pick it up. Um, Medema is the author's name, M E D E M A. It walks you through economic situations through every year um for a few hundred years really fascinating so historically sometimes um the powers that be will let people rebel rouse and cause trouble and mischief so they they can then campaign and say hey i know harm was done to you i am now going to be your savior or lead you out of safety and with this falling out of ftx and all these concerns there aren't many people right now who are pushing back against regulation. The same people last year who were like, hey, don't, I don't want the banks involved at all, are now screaming for the banks to get involved and clean up the crypto space. Um, well played by the banks. I've always said that if you are going to tell a bank, we are going to take you over, that is a declaration of war. It's hard to break it to anyone. You are not going to be able to take over Bank of England, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, that's not the way the world works. Um, there'll be a lot more partnerships that we'll see coming forth. And even some of you guys' favorite cryptos are going to be partnering with banks um, pretty soon. So be careful. Um, there's no such thing as decentralization. I said that before, I know it's a hot take as well. But um, the promise and premise of crypto um, had been sold up a river a long time ago. And the people who helped fund this has cashed out long ago, which allowed the banks to come in and take it over. So, but what are your thoughts as we monitor the situation?
2: I'm I'm interested to see if it's if it's a situation where it's a copycat thing, right? Well, we we start with the UK, Um obviously, we'll see what the US does. But who's next? Mm-hmm. What country is next, right? Like with this talks that you know India is looking to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Just past China for you know the largest population on the planet, so yes, it's right. So like from the standpoint where you're talking about it, well played, because now it's like save me. Mm-hmm. I know we, we try to go into this thing and we tried this new thing and we lost money. Especially if you look at the FTX situation where the top investors lost over three billion. But would yeah. it be three billion dollars? It's like, well, we didn't know that was going to happen. So please come save us now, so we can figure this thing out. Um, so. This is one of those like like we, we have to monitor this. I'll be interested to see the, the domino effect of countries that now maybe form a union and say, like, here is the, the world regulation rather than just for our country, right? Because Bitcoin and cryptocurrency isn't just unique to a country, right? Mm-hmm. The point of it would be a global currency. And so i be yeah, man. Let, let's see if there's there's a union that comes together with countries saying like these are the rules now.
3: And do you guys believe in coincidence? They announced it's like. Couple hours apart. For those of you who don't know behind the scenes of PR and global campaigns, uh, you got to plan these things out. <laughs> so if India's talking about one Bank of England is as well, JP Morgan has ties to Ethereum, said that forever. No, this is a coordinated plan of, I won't say attack, but it is definitely a coordinated plan. And also, it's going to be a big talking point for Biden in his attempt at re election as well. Um, interesting. I think we need to go look once again at who funded a lot of these projects on the VC and angel side, and see if they have liquidated already. Um, the game is the game, man. The game is the game. In, in every venture, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. You have to just do enough research to understand um what will put you in that winner's circle. And once again, I want to say this publicly. I'm not mad at Chris Dixon for publicly pushing crypto, but I think sometimes we can get blinded by the possibility of return and not see if a project is viable enough or not. When everyone was talking about tokens and Web3, um, I know they felt like they can push this industry upon people, but most people who they are pushing Web3 to really is not benefiting in this time. So please be careful. I'm going to be real monotone until we get to New York.
2: <laughs>
3: be chill. I'm, I'm going to let the, the action speak. What's up, baby? You're very,
1: you're very low in your demeanor today.
3: Uh, hey, they told me they want me to quit ranting. They ain't like my rants or my jams. So I'm going to just, I'm going to be monotone. Yeah, baby. going to be monotone. Peace God, to everybody. Man. Peace, blessings and love and namaste. <laughs> I try, um, Crude is coming down to the tour. Whenever I get animated, they're like, why is he acting like that? He aired getting now. He changed. I'm like, no, I've been like this. This has been my demeanor the whole time. I love this game. Um, if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. I'm okay. gonna go back to boring me. I'm put the little screens behind me.
2: <laughs> you gotta bring the sprinting chair back. We when was
3: getting a thousand views.
2: I'll say a boy. Okay. So... Oh. So
1: speaking of politics we haven't gotten a chance to speak about this because it happened last tuesday um uh, but president trump has announced that he wants to be president again yes so trump is running for president officially announced it tuesday night um yeah that's interesting so uh, you know the political landscape is a is a hot topic these days we talked about the midterm elections which uh democrats did you know surprisingly well republicans still have control over the house but the democrats have control over the senate and of course mm-hmm. the president and they won a couple of um senate races that they weren't expected to win either um so it's interesting climate that way uh yeah Donald well, Trump what said-
3: are your thoughts does he has a chance to win uh, who should his running mate be, if so?
1: I think he definitely has a chance to win um, over 50%, but at least 50%. I think his his toughest hurdle will be to get the Republican nomination. I think the Republican establishment mm-hmm. is um, tired of him, tired of his antics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mike Pence made that. That was speech. interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, he was pushed through that. Um, so I think that the Republican establishment, they can't control him. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that they've kind of, they, they've kind of become tired of him. So I don't think that they'll, they'll support him, but I think that he still has the support of a lot of people on the ground and a lot of Republican voters that don't care about the Republican establishment, mm-hmm. um, grassroots, middle of America, Bible Belt, um, places that he's done traditionally well in states like, you know, Michigan and Pennsylvania, I think that he has a strong chance of rallying that support amongst those white, low-income to middle-class people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really see that strong of an opponent. DeSantos, I don't think that he's really presidential in his... He should his VP. No, no, that's not gonna happen because they don't. they don't like each other. But, I know, you know, but but
3: if he wants to win,
1: well, yeah, well, that that could happen on a political side. But I don't, I just don't see. I think that they kind of grooming him to become, you know, a leader in the Republican Party, and I think being Donald Trump's vice president pretty much in his career. It's like Mike Pence, like Mike Pence, career is pretty much over.
2: I think that's why he did. I'm glad you said his name because I'm I'm thinking, about, obviously, that's why he does an interview because he sees an opportunity for himself to now be placing that that position yeah. as the Republican Party. For the same reason that you said with DeSantis, why most people will say, all right, his delivery is not the best. Yes, he's won in a landslide, but can he capture the, the heart of Middle America? Whereas Mike Pence was built for that. And he has he has the book on what's really happened under the president under Trump's presidency, right? So like if there's any type of debate, then it's time we can we can start airing some dirty laundry out, um, which could help him or it could hurt him. Um, but I think obviously and Trump has a chance when we look at the history books and we look at the amount of votes, this man got the second most votes in the history of America. Like he lost, but he still had the second most votes in the history of America. Yeah. So that tells you that, you know, there's people who obviously still want them. Um, the economic situation of the country doesn't really help our current president, um, but we'll see. And I, yeah. I, I think he definitely has a chance.
3: Um, I take he either needs to grab the sentence or he needs to grab a black Democrat.
1: Well here, here, here's you know what he should do? South Carolina. He could do something that nobody mm-hmm. would expect. Um yay. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, I'm serious though. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yo, yo, listen, <laughs> listen <laughs> stop. That's stop a hell of stop. a card. Everybody, that's a hell of a card if right That here.
2: happens. That's a
1: hell of a card. That's a that's a winning no, card. That's, that's a winning crazy. that's a winning card right there. What then. made you even think of that? Well that's crazy. I really mean
3: Yeah would do it.
1: Oh, that's what I'm I will I I'm dude, like I'm that's, being, Ill. I'm, that's I'm Ill. honest with you bro if, if, if Trump and Ye, bro, that's legendary. That's honestly legendary.
3: boondocks will come back. <laughs> <You>
1: know, <laughs>
2: you know, stranger For things sure. have, Can you imagine that bill? That's a hell of a bill. You, like the rally the rally, like imagine a rally in a state like that's like That's a, crazy. 100 um, to 200,000 people. Trump and Ye?
1: That's crazy.
2: And he got his Twitter back too.
1: And Ye's already confessed his love for Donald Trump on several occasions. Donald Trump has separated. He was
3: full Uncle Ruckus when he did that, though.
1: Well, he's done it several different times, and he keeps doubling down on it. He's he's not, he's never, he's never ran away from that one. He's never, some things he has run away from, or like, he's never changed his position on Donald Trump. He's been, that's one of the things that he's been consistent on. He hasn't been consistent on too many things, but that's one of the things that he's been extremely consistent on for the last eight years, is his, uh, undenying respect and admiration for donald trump
3: so for the audience when we're like hey um he planned to do this are we allowing that is that permissible that undying love
1: oh well you know how i feel you know i love yay so uh, but just because you love somebody doesn't mean that you agree with him don't have to doing. agree with him so, so you know like not, nothing that yay does is ever going to change my, my opinion of him to me he's still one of the greatest of all time He's one of the most important people in the world. He's one of the most influential people in the world. And he's one of the most important people our, our culture has ever seen. And he's mm-hmm. had a tremendous impact on culture and music. And he's 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 one of the, the iconic people in fashion. So many different things. But yeah, there's a lot of things that Jay yeah, does that I don't agree with. Um,
3: but what has Donald Trump done for him that makes him show him that love in that day? I'm not going back off this point.
1: I think he shows love today. He shows love today. He said, he says Dame name on a lot of different interviews. Says that, you know, Dame, he I've never seen him speak badly about Dame. I've only seen him speak highly of Dame. Um, he brought him but, to But the sp-
3: way he loved Trump, you would think Trump put him on Rockefeller. That's a different <laughs>
2: that's, that's, part of that, that's part of Charlemagne's thing, right? Like his 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 level of, of acceptance from the white audience. It kind of has been something that he can't escape and he can't hide and he can't run from. But, like I said, we don't always have to agree with with the methods. Yeah. Um, but you know, he like I always said, and I think we agree on that, is that he is our brother. Um, whether right or wrong, he's still our brother. And you know sometimes we have to have conversations uh, publicly, but most of the mm-hmm. times we could, we might need to have those conversations privately. I don't know who the person is in the corner that has a conversation. Um, at this point, you know, he, he had a team prior to, but he's still our brother.
3: Is Terry Cruz still our brother too? Terry
1: Cruz, Cruz, I'm not Ted, sure. when, Cruz. When, when Terry, Cruz. About Terry Cruz. You thought Terry oh, Cruz? Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> not Terry Cruz. My <laughs> bad. Terry, Terry, Cruz. Terry Cruz, legendary Ted Terry Cruz. Uh, Terry Cruz, I was never. No disrespect to that brother, but I, I was <laughs>
3: <laughs> the same person. Okay, yeah, you just they're not the same person. They're not the same person
1: I all. Nah, got, Terry yeah, Cruz man. was never relevant in our culture. Terry Cruz like our dad.
3: Don no district, C. My no Somebody term. gets us to Don C. and had Don C. chime in if you feel like it one day. We need to get rhyme fest on here. No, one I'm
1: day. saying you look, look. They could be the same person as far as who they are. I don't know either one of them personally, but I'm saying they were never the same person to black people. Oh Kanye yeah, I agree, thousand percent. Yeah. Kanye West is the only person
3: yeah. in
1: American history, probably the history in the world, to go on national television, mm-hmm. prime time say the president of the United States don't care about Black people. They no, looked at him sorry. so crazy, y'all can't erase his history. Don't erase his history. Kanye West was a revolutionary before all of this. He's done, he told Taylor Swift, that no, we're not doing this. <laughs> like, Kanye West, he, he's actually done things that no other person in American history has ever I done. I agree. That could have cost him everything. George Bush, you got to figure, George Bush was the president during 9-11. He was the president during the worst economic collapse since the Great Depression. He was yep. the president on two wars, Afghanistan and Iraq. And he was the president during Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. That is a series of extremely unfortunate events across the board. When asked about the worst part of his presidency after his presidency was over, he said Kanye West saying I don't care about black people. He said that was worse than everything that I just named. Like that was a moment in history. We can't yeah. act like that. Harry Cruz
2: ain't never do nothing like that. So don't, don't I even... Think... Nah. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> I, I gotta do yeah. the chest jump, like the chest you jump. Like, that's all I know him for, really. No, 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 no. Hey,
3: can When, we, when we, Troy drank water for 14 seconds, I'm like, TV time out, I'm <laughs> I'll see you, I got you. Go ahead, Mikey. <laughs> well, go ahead, put me on the bench real quick. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We get okay. a <laughs> We digress.
1: Funny. We digress. We, we digress. Uh, if if funny. that ticket happens,
2: we gonna run this back.
1: I would like to be credited as the, I want, no, I credit, Senator Blake. I don't know if anybody else because remember, I did kind of predict that march on Washington.
2: Yeah, no, no, that you did. No, no, no Language is important. I can't call it the March on Washington, the March on the Capitol. Because march, march on Washington is anonymous with a different thing. All right, you know it, what I mean. Yeah, Good language, language. language. That, that yeah, oh done. yeah, let's. <laughs>
3: might clip that
2: out. <laughs> what kind of car do you like? Electric, gas, hybrid, whatever you're into, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all the details the seats, the dash, the panoramic roof you name it. Hyundai thought of it. All while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai, when it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson plug-in hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Once again, visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more. Whole, you know what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly yeah. what you mean. That,
1: that whole The audience year, may not, though. January 6th. Yeah. We're talking yes. about January 6th. When they, tried to, when they tried to run on the Capitol. <laughs> that rebellion? Yes. That was kind of predicted. So That's, that's not, not
3: my kind of rebellion. The
1: not the Red <laughs> No, no, not true.
3: Red
2: <laughs> not,
3: This <laughs> <It's
2: not, laughs> yo, <laughs> boy. Not the Red Rebellion. Insurrection. That not that's the word yes. that you Yeah, that. Yo, the word Guys, yeah, synonymous with Red Panda. Just gotta got to clear you. it up. I got you. I got you. I got you.
3: Listen, look, we're going to get clipped up. Be right on shade room. They didn't change. Watch. You know how this will go.
2: Uh, uh, I can't even
3: talk excited no more. I got to be uh, muted. Okay. Boring. NBR. In- NPR. NBR, tiny decks.
1: This is the tiny yeah. decks. Mm. Yes. All we need is the cello. Um, okay. Let's go over this. What are the top three lessons? Uh, okay. What are the top... Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. What are the two gems you want to share with traders as we head into December to get an edge? What are two two... Uh, t- for all traders out there?
3: Um, number one, you want to trade whatever stocks um, are top 10 in the market cap weightings. So you have no issues with liquidity, no issues with slippage, et cetera. Um, That's the easy one. Number two, I want you to swing trade more. For those of you that are day trading like crazy, um, it will benefit you a lot going into December, not knowing if we're going to end up flat or down for the month, to swing trade more, to hold these trades for like a 10, 15 day period and not focused on trying to get the fast gain or fast loss and build up your confidence going into the next year um the part that sucks about a recession is if you are losing in your long-term account and losing in your trading account you feel like the lowest of the low a swing trade will help you get that momentum and mojo back um and your confidence back so i'll say focus on taking two really good ones going to december let them ride out for a 10 to 15 day period take your profits exit before the christmas rally i don't know think there'll be a christmas rally this year and then you can build that plan into 2023 and start the year off with some momentum and gains in your account.
2: Yeah, I think you said something that is super important. And, and when you're talking about swing trading, please know where you want to exit at. Yes. Like a lot, of people, <laughs> a lot of people are having gains and then they're seeing them turn into losses because they don't know where to exit. So before you, you start your trade, what are you trying to get out of the trade? Are you trying to make 10%? Are you trying to make 20%, 30%? Because you can make that, right, in a day. But if you sit on it and say, you know what, it, it's gotten to 30%, I think it get up to 50% or it can get up to 60%. And then it drops down to 10 And now it's like, wait, what, what just happened? You just lost your problem. Yeah. So before you make the trade, have your plan. What is your plan going to be? Why am I saying that? I watched that happen to my account. Like I literally watched that to my, what happened to so my account. So what happened to us? Right. Like, so even like when when I moved into a spring trade uh, around a few oil stocks, right. I had my exit, but I was traveling. Now I've missed it. Right. Mm. So that's why sometimes it's important to have a stop loss. And that's something that, you know, one of those valuable lessons that you should have that has to be that should be part of your plan. So if you're moving around a lot and you can't get to your device, it automatically happens for you. So please know where you're going to exit before you enter.
3: And don't deviate. Like I think it's gonna go up, da da da. And then old girl from FTS gonna say, We're gonna trade with stop losses. What? What? That alone should have told people. Anyway, <laughs> mark off where you're gonna exit before you get into your trade. Me personally, I still put the dry race marker on a laptop or desktop and mark off where I'm gonna get out. Don't deviate from your exits. Please, please, please. Please. If you see enough film on any person, they'll eventually tell on themselves. You just have to go look and research and see. Um, So for anybody who is looking at a CEO, the the character, we talked about this in 2020 when we first started to show the fundamentals that matter, the character of the founder of the team. Man, everything that you need to know usually is on YouTube or Reuters. You'll be able to find out everything you need. So before you invest in a project, Solely based on speculation. Please go see who the founders are, uh, so we don't have many of the any more of these blow ups. there knows this one, there's gonna be about 15 more in the next three or four years too. That, that's the sad part. We will monitor the situation. Yes, we have, will. To. We have
2: thing, to. Yeah, we, we must. We have to. Absolutely, it's our
3: responsibility.
1: We have to. Yes. Okay. China has its first COVID death since its lockdown. When do you feel the Chinese stock market will turn around and why is that relevant to, I'm assuming that most of our audience has never been to China, including myself. I've been to Hong Kong once, but mainland China, I have not been to mainland China. So, you know, why is the Hong, why is Chinese stock market even relevant?
3: Um, they have one of the most prominent companies in the world in Alibaba.
1: They have a few other companies that, that I like as well.
3: Um, but, those stocks got hammered first before our market fell apart. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, when we are coming out of this recession, I expect the Chinese stock market to go up first as a canary in a, gold, in a coal mine to know when we'll start to have takeoff as well. Um, and they're supposed to be the gold standard for locking city downs uh, when it comes to COVID. And have having that, so now that this pick back up, and for everyone in the States, please be careful because there's another strain of something going around. Um, and I know everyone's getting sick. But the fear is, what if this contagion picks back up? It won't be the, as bad as it was in 2020. But when you are in a recession, um, mild depression, you don't need any more bad news. Like if you if you just draw a line and put what is the positive news in the stock market, there's almost none. We don't need anything on the right column, um, including any health concerns. Um, If you're investing in the healthcare space, uh, you'll see some uptick there um, as a side benefit, but um, until Alibaba comes out of the hole that is saying, I'm really worried. I think they'll turn around, maybe everyone I talk to that has a considerable amount of money or wealth, everyone's saying 25, early 2025. And that's scary. For the
1: Chinese
3: stock market? Yeah. General. No, for the Chinese stock market this is when we'll start to see things turn around. But hypothetically, if some companies are in their 50s or 80s, that means one or two of them could go bankrupt. Or have. To get, and once again, go back to Evergrande. I was talking about that months prior. Still in trouble. A lot of ghost cities still in China. Um, so yeah, these coalitions, and I know we talked about BRICS before, globally they are going to have to do something and team up with other countries to become the superpower they want it to be and uh have their economy rise again
2: you, you think that the sign or the telltale sign for uh, the turnaround in chinese economy obviously we know is a huge part of the global spending you you think alibaba is that first indicator if we start seeing it absolutely you know, trading back up to where it's it, 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 not even at old heights because that seems like so far
3: so far yeah. going that's <laughs> the, that's <laughs> the one outside of the american market that's the one i check when i'm done going through the futures and done going through right. the american stocks I, if there's any uptick because the fund like the the core of the business hasn't changed uh right. margins of course are compressed because of quantitative tightening and all that but the company's amazing. The management team is amazing. Processes are incredible. You can argue. If, right now, if I have to pick between Alibaba and Amazon, if they weren't in China hands down, I'll take Alibaba, mm. hands down, no question. Um, but we are in the economic environment that we're in. It's just really scary. And for those of you who are needing advice on what to do, there is no easy answer. You either have to decide you are going to be a consumer or an investor. And you're going to ride this out, but it's not fun while you're in this storm. Um, hold on for two or three years. You'll be happy. And you have to realize we may go through a flat de- half decade. We may have a five-year run where things are really not moving. Um, but if you get a chance to build a base and buy thousands of shares at an incredible price and get a 1,000 shares, 10,000 shares, it'll definitely be life-changing for you and your family. What are, the top, NPR.
1: <laughs> what are the top three lessons that we have personally learned this year from the fall of this market?
3: Yeah, um, I, number one. I, oh, no, go go ahead.
2: ahead. No, no, you go. I think we kind of share them. It, it was like that game plan. What was it? Have you st- stuck to it? Um, I think we mentioned something very important, the importance of a stop loss. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when we see all these indexes fall over 20%, it's like, all right, well, what was the plan when you got in? Into some of these indexes, what, would, you know, what was the plan before you got into some of the stocks that you, that you got into, um, and have you deviated from that? Uh, mm-hmm. This is one of those times when it's like, yeah, you, you thought you were patient when we had a setback or a pullback in, in September 2020, and you thought you had patience when you had a, set, a pullback in October 2021. But well, what have you done from January to September of 2022? Mm-hmm. Has it tested your patience? Have you decided to say, you know, this isn't for me anymore? Because the, I'm not seeing the same type of games. Have you educated yourself around investing? Have, have you picked up fundamentals? Have you studied technical? Like, what have you done around that? Um so those I mean, those are the type of things that even i'm I'm looking at myself like, all right, I'm really built for this. Yeah. <laughs> like look at yourself and you're like, all right, I'm not moving. I'm not budging, right? I understand the long-term aspect of it. I understand the technicals of it. I understand how the world economy works. And so it's like, have we has your patience been tested to the point where you're you're, you backed out you've left Mm -hmm. or haven't you um yeah so patience diligence and sticking to that that plan wherever it is and sometimes like you might have to adjust the plan and it's okay Yeah, you can adjust it just don't deviate from the adjustment Yeah. right see things like we said like you know if we were doing etfs in certain sectors and those sectors are going down like we saw with technology Is there an opportunity in other sectors? Is there opportunities for us to learn in those sectors? Yeah, there are, right? Because we said there's going to be a bull market somewhere. How do we find it? And so that's a slight adjustment. And if you stick to the same game plan that made you say, the technology is the sector I want to be in or healthcare is the sector I want to be in, it can now apply for the other sectors that are having bull markets like we saw with with, with oil this year. So those those are some of the the, the things I would say.
3: Yeah, the three biggest lessons for me is um, trust no one research but your own. That's um, why I'm big on like researching, calling my own prices. But if you would have looked at, not to pound on the same banking situation, but if you would have said Sequoia is in for a certain amount of capital, and all these other venture firms, when you would have thought it would have been a home run. um, Make sure you do your own research. Number two, no one cares about your money or you getting rich as much as you do. Um, I'm going to stress to everyone. If you want to be great at this, and this is gonna be a proxy for you being great in other businesses, you still have to decide if you're gonna put in 10 to 12 hours a day into this. Some of you have decided this is for you, congrats. Some of you have decided it's not. But even if you walk away from this, you're gonna have to put 10 to 12 hours into something. You might as well master this so you get good at every other part of business as well. Um, And number three, I am really afraid that honestly, since 1994, we have not had more than 15 great American companies. Most of the gains in the stock market post-Clinton era was because of of quantitative easing. And that's really scary. Um, I would love to see more innovation, but when we're looking at that macro picture and I'm going through Dalio's book, it looks like, unless we can turn the ship correctly, America's like on its last leg. I feel like uh, America's like in that year when Carmelone and GP went to the Lakers and like, I'm gonna get one. I'm like, mm. didn't go as smoothly as as we thought, right? Um, So I wonder without the aid of quantitative easing, if we will see another great American company be produced in the next 20 years. I hope so. Um, But even with Elon taking over Twitter, and I like Elon, it looks like a shit show. <laughs> in real time um so yeah th- that's my third lesson It's like you have to know the true macro cycle and I'm not predicting the death of America or any of that but I am worried if we'll produce another great company in these next 20 years well, oh what about you
1: I think um uh, you know me I'm always on the side of um safety first that's extremely important so you know, yeah think that, you know, it's important to not over leverage yourself. It's important not to take too many risks. It's important not to do things because of FOMO. It's important not to do things that you're not fully educated on. It's important to invest in index funds, like the S&P 500, like the Russell 2000, um, like QQQ, different things of that nature for long periods of time. It's important to diversify. It's important not to put all your eggs in one basket. It's also important to dollar cost average and put money in on a consistent basis because over the course of time, that has been proven to be a better strategy than to try to put lump sums in at any given moment for a variety of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And um and yet yeah, it's important to you know understand that um you have to have a long-term perspective and you can't be emotional and you can't always make money in a situation like you know there's going to be times where you lose money even the best investors the best entrepreneurs whatever like you know everything is not always going to be you know up and up and up and up and up that's not how life works investments work like you know it's up and downs peaks and valleys so um you know you just have to go into that mentally prepared but there's always opportunities to buy low and sell high that's really the most basic When it comes to investing, is you want to buy low, sell high. So, you know, there was definitely, and there still is opportunities to buy good investments that, you know, potentially over the course of time can be beneficial um, in your portfolio and for your family. So, um, yeah, other than that, like I said, I think that, you know, it's just important to keep in mind that, you know, when you do, when you take risky uh, bets, when you gamble, When you you know you try to do things like I said out of FOMO, that usually doesn't work out for you. It could potentially work out in a short period of time, but Mm -hmm. usually, long run, um, everything corrects itself.
3: If Ethereum breaks one thousand twenty one, and if a scandal drops, we are going to have hell on earth in the crypto space.
1: You said if a scandal drops.
3: Yep, and and Ethereum goes under a thousand twenty one. It is going to be ugly. It is going to be ugly. I will save my hot take for Madison Square. Get your tickets.
2: Um, call on paperwork is happening, right? People, you can see it, right? We're seeing it now. They want to see the paperwork. Show it to them. When you when you come up in a space where you don't have to, and everything is speculative. These are the repercussions of it. This, mm-hmm. uh, I guess this would be equivalent to the wild wild west.
3: Why go everybody over. thought I was crazy when I said Bitcoin was gonna fall and then Ethereum was gonna fall and then JP Morgan had to ask the Ethereum? Like, wh- what about my delivery is off? I'm gonna fix this until 20- I'm gonna go back to boring me. Shout out to <laughs> JP Morgan, shout out to BlackRock. I appreciate you dearly. I'm looking forward to whatever we're doing in 2023.
2: Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw that visit. Shout out to you.
3: Shout out to Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, can you come out my check, please? Please. And
2: kindly, thank you. Please.
1: It would be very beneficial. Yes. Culture. Oh, okay. So let's talk about this. Uh, what are the top three lessons that we learned while in Abu? Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I need to know. I got my pen ready.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a few. First and foremost, Shout out to all the football enthusiasts. Forgot to mention that. The World Cup. Um, best of luck to the team USA. And um, everybody that's out there is not far from where we are right now. It's in Qatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is 45 minutes from where we are. And that's another reason why I wore this jersey, by the way, too. World Cup football is what the world calls it. Soccer is what America calls it. The biggest sport in the world by landslide. It's not even actually close. Um, so that's an extremely important event that only happens once every four years. So what are some things that we learn? Okay. Um, uh, I mean, the biggest thing is just to always think globally. And I think that that's something, you know, already kind of on that, on that wavelength already. But I think a lot of times in America, we kind of get caught in our own bubble because, you know, everything is, America is, is a, is a place where you can become isolated from the world without knowing it. You know, because everything is here, and everything is at your fingertips and you know, you don't really have to pay attention to the world. And but that's dangerous because it's like you don't really know what's going on outside of you. And it's only I think America only makes up like five percent of the world's population. So you're actually, you know, you're isolated inside of a bubble. But the mm-hmm. thing about it, America is pretty much different from every other part of the world. but every other part of the world is kind of similar to each other. So even if you look at like, Temperature, right? Like America is the only country that does Fahrenheit. Every other country does Celsius. If you look at um, the measuring units, America is really the only country that does miles. They do like kilometers. Every other country does that. When you look at how they measure time, America is really the only country that does a clock, how we use it. Most countries use military time. If you look at- um, That's a good point. uh, Towns. Another thing, most countries don't do it how we how we measure it in pounds is it's different but they're all in line with each other whether it's Africa Asia they're all they all are in line with with each other in America is the complete opposite even time so in America today what's today's date the 21st so in America is November 21st 2021 if you really think about it that doesn't make any sense every other part of the world they do 21 uh 11 22 because it's the day The month, and then the year. So if you think about it, it's like the smaller one, the bigger one, then the biggest one. That makes more sense. I say that to say, America is completely different from the world. And you learn that when you start to travel the world. Even though America has the greatest influence and a lot of influence is shipped all over the world, um, it's still different. So you have a greater appreciation for things when you start to travel. And then you understand why Drake makes an album like that tech house music album that he made because that's the music, which they call world music. That's the yeah. music that's like, so they could be in Africa listening to that. You could be in South of France. Sound good in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? So it could, it could be yeah. in Mexico whoever. wherever. Um, so you start to understand like, oh, this is a global audience. Now you understand why Bad Bunny is, you know, going crazy. 80,000 people at his shows, like this is a global audience, right? So I say that to say, the opportunities are immense all over the world. And us just being out here, in the United uh, Arab Emirates, and meeting people from New York City, that Black people from New York City that Mm -hmm. moved out here and is getting to it. And a lot of times, you know, you you have misconceptions about things and you're you're misinformed. And it's like, oh, these people don't like you. These people, people don't, they don't like you in America. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's just a fact. But I'll be honest with you, everybody that I spoke to, they said they love it. They love it out here. They said it's safe. There's no crime. Yeah, no it, crime. It is opportunity. Everybody has greeted them with open, as long as you respect their culture, but that's like anywhere. Like you gotta, you gotta respect the culture where you're at. I can't go in somebody's house and disrespect their house. I gotta follow the rules in their house or don't go to their house. But there's so much opportunity out here. There's, there's a tremendous amount of, you know, it's a melting pot. I think like 90% of the people that live here are not from here. They're from different parts of the world. Mm. Um, And they're just getting started. It's crazy because you look at Dubai, you look at these places and you like, but in the grand scheme of things, these countries are just like, they just got money 50 years ago. They just started building in what we see now 20 years ago. The infrastructure is still in its infancy stages. It's like New York City was in 1920. Like imagine if you had an opportunity to go to New York City in 1920 to pay to what New York City is now. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, and we see this in, in a lot of different parts of the world. But especially here and you know talking to um you know I think he was the minister of, of events and um he was telling us that you know in the next century all of the growth opportunity is coming from Asia and it's coming from Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's that's just what it is. Yeah. And it's like talking about Asia, you're talking about everything from China to India, India yeah. the Middle East, everything in between that, right? And then, of course, you know about Africa. That's the whole entire continent. And he was telling me, like, that's where the focus is. Like, that's what he told me out of his mouth, that's where the focus is. The focus is in Asia, the focus is Africa. And it's like, you know, Europe is already where it's at. America's already where it's at. But who has the trajectory to go furthest? And, you know, being out here is extremely inspiring. See what they've been able to accomplish and what they've been able to build in a couple of decades. Like, this place was a desert. And, you know, they put water and they made, they made water. They made an island. You wouldn't even know that there wasn't water here and that there's not supposed to be beaches and it's not supposed to have all of this infrastructure. Like this is just an amazing feat. The architecture is amazing. The peak the people are extremely welcoming, And once again, just goes back to relationships, right? So, you know, big shout out to Steve Harvey. This is a relationship that we've cultivated from interviewing him at a podcast and him taking a liking to us and us, and one thing that he told us is like, you know, y'all not like, I forgot how he framed it, but y'all know how to be. He said, y'all know how to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning like you're not all in the mix, trying to network yeah. with the wrong person that you don't know really aren't supposed to network, trying to jump over the plug, trying to trying to run off with the plug, trying to, you know what I'm saying, mix and mingle. And that's something that's very important. It's like you try to, put people in rooms sometimes and give them opportunities. And then they go and they try to do their own doing thing. Doing the and they, most, yeah. it and bounce it and it's like, and it's like bro, like you, you, you're doing way too much right now. Sometimes you gotta learn. 48 laws of power. Rule number one is never outshine the master. And it's not a master, it's like a slave master. It means like respect authority and have a certain level of understanding and governance. There always has to be governance and there has to be humility. And in one situation, you might be a master. In another situation, you might not be a master. So in a lot of circles, we are maybe the top dog, but in a lot of circles, we're not the top dog. And it's important to understand that we're not going over here thinking that we just earn your leisure and this is we're gonna run the play and we're gonna do this, that, and the third. No, we understand the only reason why we're over here is because we got invited from Steve Harvey. So we're we we're a reflection of him, we're his guest. So that's important to understand because anything that we do, good or bad, is gonna be a reflection on him. And B. We're just getting our feet wet in the media space and we're just growing our company. So, you know, it's important to understand that, right? And know your role, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. You got to know your role in life and you got to be humble enough to understand sometimes you're a star player, sometimes you're coming off the bench. Yeah. It's how like goes. like, you know what I'm saying? But you 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 contribute. No right. matter what you do, you contribute. Or you can be the practice
2: squad waiting to be called up.
1: Or you can be the practice squad, but you still got to be ready to you gotta get. Ready,
2: ready. You, you got to be cold. Jordan Poole when you get called up.
1: Gotta be ready. So
2: yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's it's a lot of different things, man. But that's that's some of the things. And like I said, I just really wanted to thank Steve Harvey, Tabidi, um, the whole melt team. They it, they the hot the hospitality and the lights have been cut off. Oh open. no, we good. The hospitality that we've received out here has been tremendous. The people are extremely welcoming, um friendly. It's just you know everything that I've heard about this place has been extremely accurate, man. And um, I really wanted to just put that out there because
2: keep going, keep going, that's, that's important. That's important
1: stopped. for people to understand. And like I said, don't let stereotypes, don't let, don't let misinformation mm-hmm. uh, view your view on things before you even get a chance to even see it for yourself. Like you, mm-hmm. you making a judgment about something that you yourself have never even seen. That's crazy. That's like saying like, oh, this chicken is terrible. And, you know, it tastes, it tastes like the worst thing in the world. You yourself have never even eaten it. You're just going off of what somebody else told you. And they yeah. probably never ate it. <laughs> like you, It's like three different people with misinformation going off of more misinformation, going off of more misinformation. So,
2: yeah. Well, I, I'll just add really quickly to that. And, it, and you kind of touched on it a little bit. But is and Tyler Perry said this to us too, always be prepared for the room you want to be in. Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. not the room you're actually in but prepare yourself for the room you want to be in and so i'll just like microcosm in the midst of 24 hours we might have been in the room with probably four to six billionaires Mm -hmm. with the people and it's important to know that like we would there is governance, right? And so we were the guys that were coming in, waiting to be introduced to people. And so we played that role. We had that that presence of waiting to be introduced, right? And that's important, not jumping the gun and not saying, oh, that's that person, let me go speak. But when you have that moment, when it is time to speak, do you know the vision for your business? Do you know the vision for your company? Do you know the analytics? Do you know your demographics? Because inside of those conversations, Right, you could be talking to the person that could potentially change the trajectory of your life and your business. And I feel like we had at least three to four of those conversations where we told people about the vision who weren't aware of who we were. And when they found out what we were doing and why we were here, it was listen, we need to sit down, we need to have Mm -hmm. meetings because we want to be part of what you're doing. How can we help? How can we join forces? How can we partner to expand your vision? Uh, and that was just incredible, right? Because it was, it was one of those things. It was like, yo, we have been working for this moment right here, right now, right? So we had never—I don't think you watched the F1 series. I didn't; wasn't really a a big fan yeah. of F1. I knew who Lewis Hamilton was, but when yeah. you see the, the, the circle of people that are attending these events that That's we're right. not paying any attention to, it will change your outlook on life. Yeah. It will change your outlook on life, and you realize how much we haven't been privy to. And so it's important for us to come here to see it. So it was like, all right. The same thing we said when we were doing financial literacy it was like, all right, our, our community doesn't know about this. Let's enlighten them. Let's give them the information. We said the golf course was a place. Shout out to, to the golf course. That is a place. Shout out so- to our victory too. Oh, look. Oh. Well, you know, we only come for one reason yeah. <laughs> when, we, when, when, you, when you think about events like uh, the Grand Prix and you see, like I said, the rooms, like we went from a billionaire suite to a billionaire suite and just seeing the people inside there and understanding like, okay, this is, there's a bigger play. There's another level that even we have to get to, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people looking at us like, oh, Yo, like you said, top dog, but now nah, there's levels, right? And we're getting to these levels. We're being in those rooms. I always say that we're in those rooms and now we're having those conversations. And so now it's time for us again to learn the information, apply the information, execute the information, and then give it back to the community again. So I feel refreshed, man. Like we're, we're, we're learning so much um, as we're going on this journey. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and another thing is I, the
1: show, I, the show is a great network as because a lot of the people that were there, we already knew from interviewing them. We'll have so mm. in the suite for the Formula One race, mm-hmm. you run into Gary V. of course. We interviewed him. Yeah. Run into Shaquille O'Neal. Not heard of him. We interviewed him. Yeah. We run into, <laughs> on the bus, on the okay. most random part of the, the most random thing in the world is Al, Al Harrington. Shout, shout out to, my Al. Shout Al. to Al. Yeah.
3: Interview
1: him. He, you know. So Al Harrington, I'm on the rooftop with Al Harrington. Um, at the Formula One race. And then um, he's like, oh, that's Mike. You know Mike? Mike? I interviewed Mike. So Mike Novogratz. Yeah. And we randomly end up in a bus with Mike Novogratz going to Cipriani's. Um, So we in Ciprianis at a table with Mike Novogratz, Al Harrington. Um, we run into Robert Smith. We had made a relationship with Robert Smith on several different occasions. That's through Steve Harvey. That relationship got solidified. Talked to him. So, so many different things happen. Hey, you got to put yourself in the right room, but then it's great to have, you know, a relationships with people and yeah. The, and have and done
3: good business too. Exactly, exactly. It's awkward if you do something bad or something shady. Oh my God, that a-
1: Mike, 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 no regrets told me something crazy. I'm gonna tell you off, off camera what Mike, Mike's a funny guy um, and um, yeah. So, you know, it's one of these things, man, but yeah global global man i'm thinking more global bro i might yeah. even think about america i ran the maddie J. shout out to maddie J. he's been out here i said maddie went last time? he said he was with us in london came to london just mm-hmm. to he's been out the country ever since three months yeah he's, smart yeah he's, he's been out the country ever since uh even before london he was he was actually out of the country so he's been out the country for three months so, and he's went all, all the
3: real money is is elsewhere
2: it. No, and Maddie sorry. got a lot of plays. Maddie got a lot of plays. <laughs> lot of plays. Maddie, That's- thank
3: you for the hotel play. He called me. <laughs> he day. got the hotel play. Yeah,
2: it about the spent, like being in Spain, and there's a play being in Spain. There's a play being in Portugal. Maddie got a lot of play. He running them, and he's documenting the process. Oh, there's a lot of
1: plays out here too, as far as business, as far as taxes. Is the yeah. tax? Plan I'm a, yeah, there's a few different yeah. plays out here. Um, as an expat, it's it's plays. This this global thing.
3: We got to stay what seven months.
1: Um, I'm not 100% sure I could find out, but it's uh, I don't even think you got to stay that long to be honest with you. Oh, but this really? Global thing, this global thing is um different, yeah. Get y'all America-
3: tickets to Go ahead, it's over. With- I-, I, didn't even, I didn't even dare I- you. <laughs> America,
1: you know, is always going to be home. That's where we come from, and like I said, it mm. still has the strongest influence, but there's a lot of holes in the system, and there's a lot of things that you see that. It's it's not right. It's not right. It's really not. And it's like when you start to travel, you don't see any litter. You don't see any any garbage on the street. You don't hear any police sirens. I haven't heard a police siren once. Mm-hmm. I've heard an a, a ambulance siren one time. I haven't seen anybody like on the street. I haven't seen... It's just so much stuff that we become normalized mm-hmm. to America and in, in cities. Of America, and then and then you go places like here, and it's like this place. The last thing I'm gonna say about this this situation, there's so many great lessons in in this situation. What they did in the United Arab Emirates. So this is the thing. 50 years ago, they just hit oil 50 years ago. They just became wealthy. Mm. Wasn't wealthy for hundreds of years, they were pretty much like just in a desert. Like they they weren't wealthy people at all. They hit oil in 1970, 1970, 1960, something like that. And when they hit oil, there's seven emirates from, from my level of understanding. And um, they all had like independence of each other. Right. So it's like Dubai was was one. Abu Dhabi was one. There's seven of them. That's why it's United Emir- Arab Emirates. Um, the Sheikh in Abu Dhabi, which I was educated on, is actually like the most powerful in the region. He called the meeting. And said that, you know, it would be m- the most beneficial thing for everybody to come under one umbrella, to come under one flag. And, you know, that way we can actually become powerful and mm-hmm. resources we can share with each other because Dubai doesn't even have oil. We could share with each other. And, you know, it was a whole play of unity, the unity play. Right. And everybody agreed, except for Qatar. Qatar remained independent. And that's why they're an independent country to this day. They're a very wealthy country within itself. But all the other six emirates came under one flag of United Arab Emirates. Um, And now they're one of the wealthiest countries in the world. They have some of the best architecture ever. So, hey, that's a lesson in working together. Mm -hmm. They could have easily said, like, no, we're going to do our own thing and da-da-da-da, and it wouldn't have been anywhere as advanced as it is now. And then also what they did was they sent people all over the world to scour the world for what's the best elements. If you come here, look, I told Maggie, it looks like an all-star team as far as what they've been able to take from different places. So they have a Louvre in, uh, in Abu Dhabi. There's only other Louvre is in Paris, right? So they sent somebody to Paris and they recruited the situation. They got the architect from, from Paris and they built the Louvre. If you come here, it looks like they have a place that actually looks just like the Bellagio in Vegas. Mm. I'm sure I was inspired by that. They got the fountains and then it's like the Venetian where they got the water underflow. It looked, that whole strip just looks just like Vegas, right? So I'm sure they got inspired from there. They got, we went to an island in Abu Dhabi, which is crazy within itself because that they just made that whole situation. And the island is like beautiful beachfront. It's uh like villas, yeah. and they have like these these small windy roads that it makes you feel like you're in you Mexico, know, or you're in like St. Thomas or something like that.
2: I was gonna say that almost think about it now, it almost gives that 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 Martha's Vineyard type vibe. It was like the mm-hmm. small island, if you know, like the roads, you could ride your bikes down the road. It gave that type of vibe. Yes, yeah, all of
1: those like Caribbean islands. So yep. I'm saying I have to say I'm pretty sure they sent somebody to Caribbean and they studied what they have in the Caribbean, what worked best, and they duplicated and they ran that play right. So there's so many different things. Like It's like you take the best parts of different things and you combine it. And now what they've created is something that I've never seen before where it's literally like an all-star team. Like They've taken the best parts of the world and combined it in a very small place. And now you've got exposure to everything. You feel like you're home. Mm-hmm. Now you feel like you're in Vegas. You feel like you're in New York City. You feel like you're in you know, St. Thomas. Within a half an hour drive, you could be anywhere in the world.
3: So what, what part of New York though? Tribeca or nah, nah. So it, of no, New
2: York, no, no. So no. speaking of New York. Speaking of New York and speaking of some, the, some of the finest things in New York, shout out to our brother Don Pooh, because they brought Brooklyn Chop House from New York City and they really? had it. And so we were able to go to the pop-up opening of it at the w he has it inside of the w which has a grand prix running through it that's right <laughs> it's ridiculous but the pop-up is going to lead to the grand opening of the brooklyn chop house in abu dhabi so now the locations are manhattan right two locations in Manhattan, and now you got one in abu dhabi and so they're finding the best things so think about that from a standpoint of don pooh who is known in the entertainment world obviously he's managed mary j blige but now He's on a global scale. It, for it, something inside of an industry that 15, 20 years ago, right, he wasn't a part of. But when they looked and said, what are some of the best things that are happening? Brooklyn Chop House is one of them. So and, credit to him and credit to them for coming to see the vision.
1: And they're about to take another iconic black restaurant out there. I don't think I, I don't know if I'm be able uh, to say sure, that. So sure. I'll I will i not I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yes. So I'll yes, I yes. I won't say the name. But the thing about it is that this so crazy because it's like they really, really are embracing, especially black American culture. They're Mm -hmm. embracing it, not just from a cultural exploitation standpoint, from a business standpoint, like they're embracing business opportunities. That's why Steve is out here. Like he got a whole company that they started melt, which is their whole job is to bring and you know, build out the, the tourism and build out the the cultural events and the entertainment and all that stuff. Like they're really embracing mm-hmm. the the Black American um, entrepreneurship out here. There's there's Jamaican restaurants, there's Afrobeat club, there like you said, Don Pool. Um, shout out to Tape London. Tape London had a yeah, had a Yeah, I saw was out there. Yeah. Tape, yeah, Tape London. Our guys from London. They out here. I'm
2: telling you, man. We ain't not talk about Walton. We're gonna say that for another time.
1: Yeah, that's another we'll day. tell
2: you, we'll tell you about who Walter is in a little yeah. bit.
1: It's so yeah. much, man. It's so much. So I encourage everybody just to travel. But when you travel, travel with a purpose. Don't just be a tourist because you're not gonna get the full experience. Like try to network with people, try to go places where you can be introduced to somebody. I'm not gonna be probably the, the highest levels of government right away. But you might be able to introduce to somebody.
3: Soon come, yeah.
1: And that somebody might introduce you to somebody else. And that person might introduce you to somebody else. So it's like, you know, whether it's Ghana, whether it's UAE, whether it's Jamaica, whether it's wherever you go, Mm -hmm. try to have a strategic plan in place to go there for a purpose and a reason, see what the opportunities are, because the world is big. And it's like, if you can, we could keep complaining about our circumstances in America, or we can look elsewhere exactly. and it, there's nobody stopping you from from right. expanding and going different parts of the world. It's like if you're if you oppressed in one part of the world, you have permission to go to another part of the world. that's, that's, right. that's, how, life, that's how life goes. So you can either try to keep fighting against the oppression that you have been fighting against for hundreds of years and if some progress will be made, or you can go somewhere where you're actually embraced. And there's opportunity. That's my two
3: cents. I know as soon as I'm done with Market Mondays, we're going right to Mexico. I (laughs) haven't changed my place up yet. My Lord. (laughs) Cannot wait. Um, Diva. Speaking of which, get your tickets. Market Mondays Live. Top 25 stocks to invest in and 50 to stay away from. How to make $20,000 in a day. And I'm going to be giving away money as I do every show. Um, If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Peter Tuckman will be there. DJ Suswan, Jada Kiss, Troy Rashad, Don Peebles, Floyd Mayweather, Fat Man Scoop. Once again, thank you for making this happen and putting all your energy in effort because it was getting down to the deadline. My lord, <laughs> talk about stress. Listen, we can tell the story now. Look, for all my entrepreneurs, sometimes you just got to go and like God, go and work it out. I was like, um, we're going to announce on Breakfast Club Floyd going to be there. What are we going to do? So I just got to just go for it. I'm like, well, what can we do? And then um, it out later. <laughs> so thank God for, for good people believing in the vision. Um, but and Floyd's one of the best business people ever like his ability to always be able to generate money on demand and what he's worth to just Vegas alone. Um, he's like LeBron, like when LeBron was in Cleveland, like I don't think it can be really measured how much money he brings in to a city. Um, so there's a lot to learn from. Don't just look at him as an athlete. Look at him as one of the best business people that happen to be an athlete. Get your tickets. Got some tickets left at 75 bucks next year when you're doing the $75 tickets.
1: And who knows okay. the next time in New York. Um, so get your tickets now, this Sunday, like everything Ian just said. and. We'll be doing an hour Zoom call for everybody that has a ticket. But you have to be there. You yes. can't just buy a ticket and be in, in Wisconsin. Uh, you actually have to physically be there. So you buy a ticket, you come, you get access to all of the things that Ian is providing, access to an hour-long call with me and Troy talking about how we built our media company, Earn Your mm-hmm. Leisure, a very short period of time, a lot
2: of gyms. Y'all little- seen
3: Troy real time fixing the loom cube when the lights went out. What else y'all want, man? <laughs> come on, man. It
2: has to work or it has to work. And it's gonna work. Yes, you gotta figure out a way.
1: <laughs>
3: you gotta figure one out one a way one, no matter man. what.
1: Tomorrow on Earn Your Leisure, um, our guy Benny Pugh, uh, one of the most enjoyable people that we've come across in this game, former president of Rock Nation, um, music oh, veteran, fire. entrepreneur, just wrote a book, dope, dope story. Um, a lot of you know, we had a Pretty, you know, debate about music and how mu- music influences young people, and should there be more responsibility? Kind of similar to the conversation that we had on Breakfast Club. So, yeah. um, that's the dope one, that's out tomorrow. That's and then for Revolt, it's an off week for our show, so they're putting out our conversation from the Revolt Summit with Master P. So, that's going to come out this week. Um, on Revolt, shout out to Master P. It was shout-
2: packed
3: and hot over there. I tried to make it over there. Sardine, sardine,
2: Boy, no, no way the show will go on, but sardine. it was yeah. tough. It was tough,
1: you know. Anytime you get a chance to talk to Master Pete, it's always an honor and a blessing. So, shout out to Pete and um, and yeah, United Masters Ally, shout out to them. December 3rd, our Basel get your tickets. Go to our website, our Basel is free tickets, but extremely, extremely limited like 300 people. So, first come, first serve basis for that.
2: And um, yeah, yeah. And speaking of Ally, we want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking <laughs> to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company. We're passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally, so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with Ally. Please make sure you RSVP uh, for our event in Miami. It's going to be fire. It's going to oh, be one of those.
1: Oh, shout out to um, Dan Fleischer. He's uh, we're doing yeah. open enrollment on Wednesday for Earn Your Leisure University. We haven't done this in a while, and we're having Dan Fleischman on. Dan the Beast. Yeah, and uh, if you don't know about Dan, he's one of the top in the game when it comes to, you know, this online space and business and entrepreneurship. Um, You know, our community might not be as familiar with him, but just Google
3: him. (laughs) He's one of those ones.
2: Google your friend, brother. Yeah, just Google him. Google's your friend, That will be
1: Wednesday, and we might have a couple more surprises um, on that on that um, open enrollment call as well. So 8 o'clock on Wednesday. Check it out on our YouTube channel. Um, Yes, once again, enjoy the holiday weekend. Thanksgiving is a time for reflection and family gathering.
3: What are you guys most thankful for?
1: Uh, Life. Most thankful for my health and most thankful for my son Um, and, you know, my family. Um, but I was going to say even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving because I know you know I don't want to get into that debate of course I don't think the origins of the holiday is something that should be celebrated because it's nothing to be thankful about when you know millions of people that were native to this country were slaughtered and a narrative changed to make it seem like the pilgrims and the Indians sat down for dinner when in reality it was raped and murdered and slaughtered. That's like the real picture that we have to paint even to children. It's important to let them know what really happened. They never sat down with, you know, costumes on their heads and Mm -hmm. exchanged turkeys. That's not what happened. Um, So it's important to understand the real history behind this. But like I said, it's also important to spend time with family and it's important to be thankful for things. So whether you celebrate the holiday or whether you don't, it is a time when the majority of America is going to be celebrating it, so I think it is, you know, a good time to, at the very least, do some reflection, at the very least, and and to be around your family because you're not going to yeah. be working, you're not going to be at school, so you know, take this opportunity to be around your family, to um, you know, really be thankful, and. come The market Mondays live, most importantly,
3: absolutely, and um, shout out to my people in New York. Um, bring me 14 bottles of Coquito, please. Oh, please.
1: I, I will pay I, for them. i bring them. Okay. I need a
3: Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: what, what, what are you most thankful
3: for? Uh, family, friends, health. My baby's Xander is screaming right now, playing Fortnite. Um, and for God allow my dreams to come true.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I think you can name them all. Life, family, friends, health, yeah. um, uh, and the ability to dream, right? Some people yeah. don't have that ability, um, and to watch some of these dreams come to fruition has is, is been incredible. Twenty twenty two has been incredible thus far. Twenty twenty three, I'm sure, more incredible. And speaking, you got to take I, a moment to reflect, though. That that's important. I'd, I'd be super remiss if I did not congratulate my brother and our partner, yes, and fiance Jessica, on welcoming their oh, yeah. son into the world. Um, it couldn't, it couldn't have happen. you know, have, being a father to a more genuine and just caring uh, gentleman. Uh, and our brother, Mike, man, he, he's been a yeah, uncle to our I speak for Rashad and myself, our children, and everybody. If Mike is in your life and you have a child, he's, I mean, the most generous person in the world. Oh, so big facts. I'm, I'm just so happy that, you yeah. know, he got to have that moment and be there and witness it. And and, and, wel- and wel- we're going to welcome him into the father club. So, Congrats to him and Jessica and man. God bless. God bless your union and God bless Legend. Um welcome to the world. Welcome to the world, young man.
3: If you need to get some sleep, Mike, I'll babysit the dead too. I got you. <laughs> On me tour, I got you. Um and I want to say happy early birthday to Christy. Um birthday's Wednesday. I appreciate you. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. Happy, happy,
2: birthday. happy, birthday. happy yeah. birthday. I appreciate birthday. The help
1: happy
3: of
2: you. Happy birthday. We're going up. That means we're going up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, that,
1: that's stupid <laughs> happy, happy, happy birthday for sure and congratulations to mike man definitely that's a big that's a big moment to have your first child especially your first son first born son <laughs> um, yeah
2: facts. and uncle bam uncle bam oh boy we're look, we looking for you uncle bam we're coming to see you uncle bam <laughs> suspension, damn, suspension notice <laughs> shout out to bam shout i didn't
3: vote to- for you to be suspended I support your Pete Pablo movement. I don't know what else happened, but the P.D. Yeah, Pablo, we'll, I'm
2: with. We'll talk about yeah. that all. Yeah, <laughs> off air. Sheesh. All right,
1: guys. Thank you for rocking with us. We will see you in Sunday. Yeah, we will see yeah, you on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday final call. Get your tickets. Market Mondays, live Madison Square Garden. Don't miss it. Oh, next us is going to be glorious recap of the situation, and yes. you would have
3: again red panda family all black attire bring your mask to rebel rebel.
1: it's gonna be a movie motion picture status all right guys we'll see you next we'll see you on sunday peace peace peace
0: take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold Mm -hmm. card You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
3: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.